The Sean Tester Show, of course. When's that? Where's that? Good luck, brother. That sounds like a really, really cool topic. I hope you get some interesting comments. the dad shack live on the beautiful shores of lake sawyer in black diamond washington it's the sean teshner show and a quick reminder to our call-in guests you are being audio recorded and all audio recordings become property of this show by participating you give us explicit permission to use your voice for profit and worldwide distribution on the internet well welcome back and thanks for tuning into the sean teshner show it's sunday September 2019, and we're going to be talking about a very interesting topic today. Uh, There was an article that appeared on the internet in the last 24 hours, and it basically said that the New York City Human Rights Commission would be criminalizing free speech. In other words, it would be illegal to say words that were discriminatory, such as illegals, illegal aliens, amongst other things. And you thought that this was just happening in Canada, especially starting in Ontario, working its way west toward Vancouver, B.C. Folks, they're trying to criminalize your First Amendment rights to free speech. The uh, New York City Commission on Human Rights is levying $250,000 fines per occurrence against violators who've been investigated. Can you imagine this? And some of the things that they're talking about we need to address today on the Sean Teshner Show because just the very fact that we're listening to a radio broadcast and that we can call in and state our opinions freely without fear that we're going to be rounded up and put in some gulag by the government should be something that you're very interested in and want to participate in and fight back against. Basically, in your opinion, is labeling a person who's usually based upon experience, good or bad, with some sort of label that you've come up with or others have used, who has the right to violate your First Amendment rights to free speech, really? We've gone from uh, self-policing, you know, in kindergarten rules, to allowing our rights to be removed by us all, sort of the anthill theory. As Mr. Spock said in Star Trek, Jim, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few or the one. In other words, when it comes to the anthill, you're the least important person in the hill. Sorry, New York City Commission on Human Rights is run by those who believe in protecting people from hair discrimination, of all things, and hair discrimination retribution. I can't think of a time when I've discriminated against someone based on his or her hair. I don't know how that would affect someone's ability to do a job other than, you know, put a rubber band around it so it doesn't get caught in a fan belt when you're leaning over an engine and get your head pulled in and cut off by the motor safety issues, you know. Anyway, can you afford to pay a fine of up to 250000 And this New York City Human Rights Commission leader is a minority female attorney with a wife. And then she was saying on YouTube, because I looked it up, that they have started issuing New York City IDs rather than driver's licenses so that illegal invaders and others 
can hide their true identities, especially from immigration and customs enforcement, better known as ICE, and your local police. According to this lady, in New York City, it is illegal to ask about anyone's past criminal history until after an offer for possible employment is extended. I know when I've been growing up, when you fill out a job application and you have a box where it says criminal history, most people just don't fill it out and throw it in the garbage and walk away knowing that they're probably not going to get hired if they have criminal history. So this is their remedy. Go ahead and hire them and then find out later. She says it's to help past criminals get jobs who've served their time. And she said this is to protect those with criminal histories from having their applications tossed in the garbage from the beginning of the interview. In truth, and this is not mentioned, employers have to be able to buy a bond of some sort to insure you as an employee because as an employee you're either low risk or high risk. And the greatest HR terms for employees are either internal customers or external customers. Internal customers are those you work with. External customers are the people at the counter actually purchasing goods and services. And what insurance companies and employers are most concerned about is, do you have a pattern of behavior, past behavior, that might affect your ability to think with common sense and keep your hands to yourself and not hit an internal employee or an external customer and get that employer sued? Now, if you have some special skill, like the guy that invented the breech block mechanism for the M1 rifle, who was kind of a pariah of his own, put out on a runway by himself with all the money he needed and sandwiches to eat, as long as he was left alone. Guy was a genius. The rifle helped us win World War II. He had special skills. An employer is willing to pay triple the cost of the bond, and an insurance company like Lloyd's of London is willing to insure the risk. Yeah, they can make that, that risk and hire that person. But unless you're a Bill Gates or a Stephen Jobs with those kind of skills, chances are they're not going to extend you the offer for employment based on how you act, because how you act might get the company sued or people hurt. And of course, that's conveniently not mentioned. So today I want you to call in, exercise your rights to free speech, and tell us how you feel about this subject. You know, as they say, as it happens in California, so it happens to the rest of the country. Well, in this case, it's starting out on the East Coast and kind of moving its way west. And people don't seem too concerned about it. They just think, oh, there'll be lawsuits, and that violates people's rights to free speech, and it'll get squished. It's unconstitutional. Well, yeah, of course it's unconstitutional. So were the invaders trying to kill all the people at the Alamo, and they, they succeeded. So what kind of stand are you going to make? Are you going to sit with your head in the sand and just ignore this and let somebody else take care of it, or are you going to get involved and stand with the rest of them like Davy Crockett at the Alamo and try and fight, at least go down fighting? That's what we're going to talk about today on the Sean Tesher Show. Good luck, brother. That sounds like a really, really cool topic. I hope you get some interesting comments. And we have our next call-in guest, Gino from Nevada. Gino, thanks for calling the Sean Tesher Show. Yeah, nice to be on. Well, let me hit this button and squish your right to free speech just a minute. <laughs> well, I'm kind of surprised you even have the subject matter. Uh, it's like, excuse me, when did I lose my rights to free speech? And how? Well, I you guess, know, I guess you're not a New York resident. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's the case. I don't want to be a New York resident because the, the thing that scares me the most, though, is something like this carries over. Then, you know, like anything else, it rolls downhill or it goes on and on and on. And, and it's wrong. As far as I'm concerned, it's wrong. You know, my right for free speech is what I went and fought in the war for. 
you know, and, and freedom and free speech and everything else that goes along with it. Uh, this to me entirely does not make any sense at all. Which word and I don't did you say? Uh, Vietnam War. Okay. And, uh, and I just don't see how people can sit back and actually look at this and tolerate it and, and somehow tell me it makes sense. Because it don't make no sense to me as far as I'm concerned. Well, that's the thing about this kind of legislation. It's not built on logic. It's built on emotion. Uh, it's not what what is going to help everybody. It's what's only going to help a few that have been dis disaffected, disenfranchised, beat up on the playground, followed home from after school and beaten up, and somebody has to be the hero. Yeah, uh, who, who, who's in front? I mean, you know, okay, who are you? Who, who, what all this, whatever you're saying. You know, as to whatever it is that happened to you or something, I don't know what uh, to, to revoke this type of, um, I don't know if you want to call them legislators, I law. Is that what it is? This is a law that's being passed in uh, New York? Apparently with, uh, no, with no constitutional challenges yet. Um, and normally exactly. when, when people pass laws, it has to go through a constitutional challenge of some sort. Because nobody should be above the law, in my opinion. Nobody. Right. And right. once people subvert the law, then we're not free anymore. Mm -hmm. so. and, and, that, and that's what I'm saying. The whole thing is wrong. In, in essence, we just what you just said. And uh, it's, well, as far as I'm concerned, people need to take a stand out and say, hey, uh, this ain't no, this don't work. This, this ain't America that we knew, grew up with, and understand, fought for, or anything else. You know, it's just like Russell Means used to say. He was an activist on the Sioux Reservation. He said that the entire country has become one big reservation, and you can't even leave it without showing a passport. It used to be if you were a native on a reservation, all you had to carry was an eagle feather, and that would be enough to get you on an aircraft. I don't know if people are aware of that, but that's true. Uh, now we have to show ID for everything. It's like Nazi Germany. Show me your papers, please. And uh, when it reaches that point, um, basically, if you don't have that card for membership, you're, you're excluded from the membership, which means you have no benefits, uh, you're on your own, how are you going to feed yourself, etc. Uh, that's really scary because now everything's yeah. tied to computers, cell phones. We know our every moves are being tracked, including our voices. Uh, yeah. Cameras are taking our picture with or without our knowledge. Things are being archived without our permission. And now the government's all concerned about copyright issues. Well. They've got to be the biggest copyright violator since 9-11 ever, ever known to man. Uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, even words uh, are being changed, such as mankind. People are saying, well, man is too offensive, therefore we can't use it anymore. It used to be that when you flew in an aircraft, it was a steward or a stewardess serving you a meal. Now it's airline attendant. You can't say stewardess or steward because it's sexist. Uh, right. There's a big push in Canada to use pronouns that are non-binary, in other words, they're non-sexually gendered. Uh, you can't identify someone as a male or a female or an it. It's whatever that person wants to be this week. Remember last year when they had the bathroom signs fiasco? And oh, it was, my God. Which, which one do we use uh, for a symbol? And finally, employers got smart, and they just left the sign off and just says bathroom. Uh, it doesn't say, and, and then there was one where some guy had... It said, this is a, a bathroom sign. It showed a man and a woman and a person in a wheelchair, and it said, my kid's in a wheelchair. You better not violate him in any of those bathrooms, or you'll be in this wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Yeah. 
Casino money. Casino money, right. Probably run by politicians, corrupt politicians. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, we're all on the res. That's what Russell Means said, and I think he's pretty accurate. Yeah, when you start crossing my castle wall and telling me how I'm going to live my life and what I'm going to say or do, it's no longer America. And that's why we're doing this show tonight. we got to pull the alarm bell here. People have got to wake up. Um, and it's, it's a slow frog-boiling moment, you know, where you put the frog in there and turn on the water. Slowly it heats up until he passes out and then dies versus just scalding water right away. Uh, people will react to scalding water right away, but they won't when, it's, when they're being cooked slowly. And that's what's happening here is we're being cooked slowly, Gino. Yeah, exactly. It, it just uh, it boggles my mind, you know, to think about it. My cousins, my cousins were in Vietnam, and they told me they had to get permission to shoot back at the enemy. Can you believe that? Permission. Well, in, in, the, in the early, yeah, when the, when the war first uh, ignited, before we first started to go over there, I mean, you, you weren't even allowed to put a bullet in the chamber uh, at all. Unless, you know, if you, something happened, then, then you had the right. Then you, then you had to get permission from uh, higher up from somebody or something. Yeah, but that was crazy because by the time the enemy had got started or whatever they were doing, you could be already dead before you got the permission to go ahead and fight back. Well, see, all this labeling and all this permission request and granting uh, already shows us that we're conquered people if we allow ourselves to be sheepled into working toward what they want and be put in pens and await the slaughter. That's how I look at it. It only takes about 8% of the population just like the Nazis, 8% to bully the rest, and the rest will follow just like sheep. That's why they're called sheeple. So what is, what's your resolution for if this heads to the West Coast to, say, Seattle? Oh, I, I would say before it even gets to Seattle is where people got to stand up and fight this. You know, uh, I mean, you, you got to take it to the limit because it's just... just Infringing your rights, and, and we're losing enough of them as time goes on anyway. Well, look at what happened after 9-11. Save us, save us from those terrible Arab terrorists. Save us. What happened? People started to go on vigilante hunts, and they sniped people that looked Arabic to them. You know, Arab, people with yeah. turbans on that were actually East Indian, um, making all kinds of mistakes. Then the government said, well, we have to prevent the mistakes and the murdering of the wrong people, so we're going to protect you. and but you're going to have to give up some of your rights to do that. Oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. None of those rights are ever given back by the government. I've never known one thing given back to natives, even on the reservations. Do you? No, nothing. There was nothing a joke circulating on the Internet last week about a guy watching a native who had come into a garden center, and he was buying up bags of soil, and one guy... Uh, I saw that. that he yeah, he quipped, what are you doing? He says... I'm buying back our land one bag at a time. And everybody just stood there with their mouths open. It's kind of the same tactic. How do we how do we throw down the bulwark and stop this? The, 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 the part that I liked about that, 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 that uh, thing that happened with the guy who had his land, his land back is when they were standing there, started to look at him. He says, you know, and he says, well, this time I'm keeping the receipt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no more no more broken treaties that are thrown in the trash, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, so as a former warrior, what would you suggest to stop this? 
and this is a movement obviously led by people who are in special categories that are asking for special rights and are claiming that they're a discriminated group and that they are out of power until the government shows up with their guns to protect them from all the bad people out there who really aren't giving them a bad time. somebody who's going to turn around and use their own stick against them, their their own law against them, and claim reverse discrimination or something. Um, but, yeah, get, get them to use it themselves. You know, there's, there's another proper way, because you're just, you're just uh, protesting, but it, would you frustrate them enough to the point they're going to say something stupid, right? Right. Well, there was... In, your good question is right there in front of their face. Then, well, then you should be arrested right now and fined two hundred fifty thousand dollars. In fact, I'll legally. I think can I do that as a citizen? Arrest you and find out. I can't find you, but I can arrest you. I know another solution, Gino. Get on the juries. Get on the juries and decide against them. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's where the power. That's where the power lies. The power is, yeah. It's like those people that got sued by the couples for not making the right kind of cake in their cake shops. And what they do, they went all the way to the Supreme Court, and I guess they won some decision at least once. And, uh, you know, it was all a setup. It was all a setup. And these people walked into their, their ambush, and it's figuring out how to avoid the next ambush and maybe set one up for them as far as uh, legalities are concerned. It's like walking into Safeway, oop, I slipped on a banana peel. <laughs> Anyway, well, Gino, I appreciate you being on the show again. Um, if you think of any other ideas, please call back or text or email us here at the Te Sean Tesher Show, all right? All right, will do. Thanks for having me. All right, Gino. Take care. All right. Bye. Oh, wait, Gino? Gino? Before I forget, before you leave the dad shack, you have to be properly processed. Now, we have uh, going out with the toilet flush, mafia style, and uh, we're working on some other tactics. Which one would you like to be taken out with? Oh, I'll stay with the mafia style. All right, then, Gino, here we go. Oh, my God, he was my brother. I always loved him. Get him out of here. <laughs> Our call-in number is 425-247-8827. And in case you feel like you want to send us an email, the email is trashner at hotmail.com, spelled exactly like it sounds. Let's go ahead and take a call from our next guest, Cynthia. Cynthia, go ahead. You're on the Sean Tesher Show. If you want to be on our show, what we do is we just audio record you, and then we uh, uh -huh. we edit it. There's no swearing allowed. And uh, as yeah. I said, we were talking this week about New York City and what they're trying to do to criminalize free speech. Well, what you think about that since you're down in Texas, which is the freest part of the country in the United States. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> anyway. Well, that's that's kind of interesting, you know, what you hear. 
Well, the problem with, with what New York's doing is they're saying that you don't have a right to label anybody, call them any sort of a name because it might hurt someone's feelings. And then if it hurts someone's feelings, um, then you, they're going to come back against you. And the other thing they said was um, criminals should be allowed to uh, have their criminal background check after their interview is done, not beforehand because they've already done their time, and therefore they shouldn't continue to be punished and not be able to get a job. So they're going to step in in the New York Human Rights Commission. They're going to set the parameters for looking into a person's background after a job offer has been extended. Now, that's assuming they've done a criminal background check. But the thing they left out is about whether or not insurance companies can bond people based on their past behavior, because they're high risk, bond them to be able to be employees. And, of course, the Human Rights Commission left that part out of it. There's a real liability for employers hiring the wrong people because they'll pick on employees or they'll pick on customers, and then that can lead to lawsuits, especially if they open their mouths and say something really offensive. You know. Wow. Oh, really? All kinds of things I've heard. Yeah. But can you imagine that if you're a New York resident that, Somebody could be hired that's a criminal and work with kids, and you wouldn't know it. Maybe that person's a pedophile, hasn't gone through a background right. check, and then your kid's, you know, raped in the bathroom or something. Uh, the other thing, right. too, is right. if, if you say someone's here illegally and they are here illegally, well, you don't have a right to say they're an illegal because they're just trying to make it like everybody else. You mean I could get fined for telling the truth? Yeah. Yeah. It has nothing to do with trying to hurt somebody. It has to do with just are you correctly labeling someone or not, and does it cause a person's feelings to be hurt. And if it causes a person's feelings to be hurt, uh, even if you use the wrong sexual identity pronoun, call a her a his or a his a her, uh, you're in trouble. <laughs> That's ridiculous. You know, you might as well just live in a communist country and not be able to say anything. Well, when you, uh, it's like Russell Means, the famous Native American on the Sioux Reservation said, we're all on the reservation now. When you have to ask the government permission for everything, guess what? You're a hostage. You're a prisoner. Well, now they want to criminalize yeah. your speech. Well, you can't say that, Cynthia. That's not allowed. <laughs> the, the, pro, the proletariat has decided that your speech is offensive to others and not allowed. If you don't understand that, we're going to send you to reprogramming re-education camp, and if you still don't get it, we're going to take your house away from you. Then you'll learn. Because we got to protect the whole beehive from you. You're a bad bee. Yeah. So. Learn to surrender. Yeah, don't be a Texas Alamo survivor. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, we can, uh, we can either flush you or we can send you out mafia style. Which would you prefer? Let, let us pick, okay? Thanks. Yeah, right. All right, here we go. If you want to be on our show, what we do is we just audio record you, and then we uh, uh-huh. we edit it. There's no swearing allowed. And uh, as yeah. I said, we were talking this week about New York City and what they're trying to do to criminalize free speech. Well, what you think about that, since you're down in Texas, which is the 
freest part of the country in the United States. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> anyway. That's, that's kind of interesting, you know, what you hear. Well, the problem with, with what New York's doing is they're saying that you don't have a right to label anybody, call them any sort of a name because it might hurt someone's feelings. And then if it hurts someone's feelings, um, then you, they're going to come back against you. And the other thing they said was um, criminals should be allowed to uh, have their criminal background check after their interview is done, not beforehand because they've already done their time, and therefore they shouldn't continue to be punished and not be able to get a job. So they're going to step in in the New York Human Rights Commission. They're going to set the parameters for looking into a person's background after a job offer has been extended. Now, that's assuming they've done a criminal background check. But the thing they left out is about whether or not insurance companies can bond people based on their past behavior because they're high risk, bond them to be able to be employees. And, of course, the Human Rights Commission left that part out of it. There's a real liability right. for employers hiring the wrong people because they'll pick on employees or they'll pick on customers, and then that can lead to lawsuits, especially if they open their mouths and say something really offensive. You know. Wow. Oh, All really? kinds of things I've heard. Yeah. But can you imagine that if you're a New York resident that, Somebody could be hired that's a criminal and work with kids, and you wouldn't know it. Maybe that person's a pedophile, hasn't gone through a background right. check, and then your kid's, you know, raped in the bathroom or something. Uh, the other thing, right. too, is right. if, if you say someone's here illegally and they are here illegally, well, you don't have a right to say they're an illegal because they're just trying to make it like everybody else. You mean I could get fined for telling the truth? Yeah. Yeah. It has nothing to do with trying to hurt somebody. It has to do with just are you correctly labeling someone or not, and does it cause a person's feelings to be hurt? And if it causes a person's feelings to be hurt, uh, even if you use the wrong sexual identity pronoun, call a her a his or a his a her, uh, you're in trouble. <laughs> That's ridiculous. You know, you might as well just live in a communist country and not be able to say anything. Well, when you, uh, it's like Russell Means, the famous Native American on the Sioux Reservation said, we're all on the reservation now. When you have to ask the government permission for everything, guess what? You're a hostage. You're a prisoner. Well, now they want to criminalize your speech. Well, you can't say that, Cynthia. That's not allowed. The, the, pro, the proletariat has decided that your speech is offensive to others and not allowed. If you don't understand that, we're going to send you to reprogramming re-education camp, and if you still don't get it, we're going to take your house away from you. Then you'll learn. Because we've got to protect the whole beehive from you. You're a bad bee. Yeah. So. Learn to surrender. Yeah, don't be a Texas home. Alamo survivor. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, we can, uh, we can either flush you or we can send you out mafia style. Which would you prefer? Let, let us pick, okay? Thanks. Yeah, right. All right, here we go. If you want to be on our show, what we do is we just audio record you, and then we uh, uh-huh. we edit it. There's no swearing allowed. And uh, as yeah. I said, we were 
talking this week about New York City and what they're trying to do to criminalize free speech. Well, what you think about that since you're down in Texas, which is the freest part of the country in the United States. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> anyway. Well, that's that's kind of interesting, you know, what you hear. Well, the problem with, with what New York's doing is they're saying that you don't have a right to label anybody, call them any sort of a name because it might hurt someone's feelings. And then if it hurts someone's feelings, um, then you, they're going to come back against you. And the other thing they said was um, criminals should be allowed to uh, have their criminal background check after their interview is done, not beforehand because they've already done their time, and therefore they shouldn't continue to be punished and not be able to get a job. So they're going to step in in the New York Human Rights Commission. They're going to set the parameters for looking into a person's background after a job offer has been extended. Now, that's assuming they've done a criminal background check. But the thing they left out is about whether or not insurance companies can bond people based on their past behavior, because they're high risk, bond them to be able to be employees. And, of course, the Human Rights Commission left that part out of it. There's a real liability right. for employers hiring the wrong people because they'll pick on employees or they'll pick on customers, and then that can lead to lawsuits, especially if they open their mouths and say something really offensive. You know. Wow. Oh, All really? kinds of things I've heard. Yeah. But can you imagine that if you're a New York resident that – Somebody could be hired that's a criminal and work with kids, and you wouldn't know it. Maybe that person's a pedophile, hasn't gone through a background right. check, and then your kid's, you know, raped in the bathroom or something. Uh, the other thing, right. too, is right. if, if you say someone's here illegally and they are here illegally, well, you don't have a right to say they're an illegal because they're just trying to make it like everybody else. You mean I could get fined for telling the truth? Yeah. Yeah. That's nothing to do with trying to hurt somebody. It has to do with just are you correctly labeling someone or not, and does it cause a person's feelings to be hurt? And if it causes a person's feelings to be hurt, uh, even if you use the wrong sexual identity pronoun, call a her a his or a his a her, uh, you're in trouble. <laughs> That's ridiculous. You know, you might as well just live in a communist country and not be able to say anything. Well, when you, uh, it's like Russell Means, the famous Native American on the Sioux Reservation said, we're all on the reservation now. When you have to ask the government permission for everything, guess what? You're a hostage. You're a prisoner. Well, now they want to criminalize yeah. your speech. Well, you can't say that, Cynthia. That's not allowed. <laughs> the, the, pro, right. the proletariat has decided that your speech is offensive to others and not allowed if you don't understand that, we're going to send you to reprogramming, re-education camp. And if you still don't get it, we're going to take your house away from you. Then you'll learn. Because we've got to protect the whole beehive from you. You're a bad bee. Yeah. So. Learn to surrender. Yeah, don't be a Texas robot. Alamo survivor. <laughs> All right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well... We can uh, we can either flush you or we can send you out mafia style. Which would you prefer? <laughs> I don't see let, let us pick, okay? Thanks. Yeah, right. All right, here we go. If you.
you want to be on our show, what we do is we just audio record you, and then we uh, uh-huh. we edit it. There's no swearing allowed. And uh, as yeah. I said, we were talking this week about New York City and what they're trying to do to criminalize free speech. Well, what you think about that since you're down in Texas, which is the freest part of the country in the United States. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> anyway. That's, that's kind of interesting, you know, what you hear. Well, the problem with, with what New York's doing is they're saying that you don't have a right to label anybody, call them any sort of a name because it might hurt someone's feelings. And then if it hurts someone's feelings, um, then you, they're going to come back against you. And the other thing they said was um, criminals should be allowed to uh, have their criminal background check after their interview is done, not beforehand because they've already done their time, and therefore they shouldn't continue to be punished and not be able to get a job. So they're going to step in in the New York Human Rights Commission. They're going to set the parameters for looking into a person's background after a job offer has been extended. Now, that's assuming they've done a criminal background check. But the thing they left out is about whether or not insurance companies can bond people based on their past behavior, because they're high risk, bond them to be able to be employees. And, of course, the Human Rights Commission left that part out of it. There's a real liability for employers hiring the wrong people because they'll pick on employees or they'll pick on customers, and then that can lead to lawsuits, especially if they open their mouths and say something really offensive. You know. Wow. Oh, really? All kinds of things I've heard. Yeah. But can you imagine that if you're a New York resident that, Somebody could be hired that's a criminal and work with kids, and you wouldn't know it. Maybe that person's a pedophile, hasn't gone through a background right. check, and then your kid's, you know, raped in the bathroom or something. Uh, the other thing, right. too, is right. if, if you say someone's here illegally and they are here illegally, well, you don't have a right to say they're an illegal because they're just trying to make it like everybody else. You mean I could get fined for telling the truth? Yeah. Yeah. It has nothing to do with trying to hurt somebody. It has to do with just are you correctly labeling someone or not, and does it cause a person's feelings to be hurt. And if it causes a person's feelings to be hurt, uh, even if you use the wrong sexual identity pronoun, call a her a his or a his a her, uh, you're in trouble. <laughs> That's ridiculous. You know, you might as well just live in a communist country and not be able to say anything. Well, when you, uh, it's like Russell Means, the famous Native American on the Sioux Reservation said, we're all on the reservation now. When you have to ask the government permission for everything, guess what? You're a hostage. You're a prisoner. Well, now they want to criminalize your speech. Well, you can't say that, Cynthia. That's not allowed. The, the The proletariat has decided that your speech is offensive to others and not allowed. If you don't understand that, we're going to send you to reprogramming re-education camp, and if you still don't get it, we're going to take your house away from you. Then you'll learn. Because we got to protect the whole beehive from you. You're a bad bee. Yeah. So. Learn to surrender. Yeah, don't be a Texas home. Alamo survivor. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, we can, uh, we can either flush you or we can send you out mafia style. Which would you prefer? Let, let us pick, okay? 
Yeah. All right, here we go. Hi, Maria. This is Sean from the Sean Teshner Show. Yes. Well, what do you think about tonight's show topic about New York City saying that people don't have a right to free speech when it comes to labels uh, as far as immigrants and illegal aliens are concerned? And I flag my finger. <laughs> Where? <laughs> I hope it's not a loaded finger. I'll have to have my daughter come over and unload it for you if, it, if that's the case, or put it in a drawer and forget about it. <laughs> Just what kind of a threat do you pose with your words? That's what we want to know, because we may have to send you to re-education camp. I don't need to be re-educated. These people, whoever created that law, they need to be, you know, they need to go to the border and take a look at what's going on there. Which border, the Canadian or the southern border of the United States? Okay. That's for those people out there who aren't sure that we even have borders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's even uh, illegal to... Go to China. Wall, Great Wall of China. Go to Rome. Everything is <clears throat> surrounded with fence. <clears throat> Beautiful fence. Wall. One of, the, one of the points, Maria, that was made that I thought was pretty profound was for those who've come to the United States and stood in line and filled out the paperwork and waited up to 10 years for citizenship, it seems as if declaring these people as um, here being legal, in reality, they're invaders. Uh, what do you think about that? I know you came to this country and you certainly got in line and did your due diligence as far as that. Part. I did my part. I did my research, I went up, I went at the time, there was no online, they could access online, so, but I pay what is due, I paid my taxes, and these people, they just come across illegally, and I, I am, I'm free to say illegal alien, because if you get into this country back then, there is a number called alien number, that's what you're called. And weren't you having to take some sort of um, proficiency exam in English? Yes. You have to understand the U.S. Constitution. You have to understand the preamble. You pretty much know the, the body of our hmm, republic. And these people have no clue. They don't even know how to translate their name in English. Hmm. Goodness. And then we're they're giving more they're giving them more rights than we do as American citizens. That's crazy. That's insanity. Well you've certainly earned your rights. Um, I was born here but I know you're a naturalized citizen and that you've paid your dues and stood in line and followed the law like everybody else. There's a lady yes. who's head of the New York City um, Human Rights Commission. She's an attorney. Uh, she's female, and um, she has a wife, and she has a uh, an axe to grind. And she's leading the way and leading the charge. In fact, from what I was reading uh, on the internet, it's it's illegal to discriminate against someone's hair in New York City. What the hell? Yeah. What hair? I don't know. Hair. They've made an issue out of discriminating against people's hair. 
I thought to myself, wow, the only time I've ever thought about hair is when I've asked someone in a shop environment or construction site to please put a rubber band in that hair because if it leans down and gets caught in a fan belt in an engine or on a saw or something, you could get your head ripped off. Pretty dangerous. This is just a way to what Did you mention that it was also here in Seattle? No, but it's going to spread this way. Up in Ontario, Canada, they started these criminalizing of uh, pronouns and free speech. Uh, you couldn't say his or her anymore. You had to say Z or Zer. Uh, Jordan Peterson, who's a, a university profession up there, professor up at University of Ontario, he led the outcry against it, and of course he got fired, and he's pretty famous on YouTube. And uh, they basically said that he, as a an educational psychologist, his job was over because he didn't comply with the proletariat-designed re-education of the faculty and uh, Next, like Evergreen College, it'll be design your own grades and why do we need teachers and etc. Uh-huh. <clears throat> All coming unwound, like a reverse tornado. <laughs> wow. So anyway, it's illegal in New York City now. If you carry an ID, it's a New York City ID. It's not like a driver's license. That way you're official. You have some sort of ID, but it can't be traced. You can use any name you want. So ICE and other police agencies can't come after you and deport you. In other words, you're protected. It's a sanctuary city. And they want to make... That's not true because the federal, federal law overrides the, the state law. Oh, they don't so, care about that. They don't care about federal law. They don't care about federal police or following the Constitution. They are their own law. They are their own group of people and their own citadel, and they're going to defend it no matter what. And it all starts with squishing your right to free speech and not be able to say the wrong thing in a, in a crowd of people where people's feelings might get hurt, especially the disenfranchised. Hmm. Well, we'll see about that. Maybe I should go to New York and do my test. Well, probably the only, the only effective thing would be to get on a jury and decide against them when it comes to court because there are going to be a lot of people taken to court and find up to 250000 that's the fine that they're going to impose on people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as you know, what happens in California and in New York will spread across the country like a, a plague, and uh, they're going to demand that we get together and protect ourselves from those big bad people out there who would like to label everybody. Well, it's, this, is, this is what has become on what we call... The, the price of freedom, the price of democracy, and it, it becomes to a point where there's no, it's limitless, and anybody can create their own law, and they're no longer respecting the, you know, the founding fathers' moral <clears throat> obligations. There's no accountability. Accountability. They don't respect our law, so because they don't respect it, they yeah. created their own law to fight against the law that has been instilled for us since, you know, years ago. When he went up to the mountaintop to receive the Ten Commandments and he came down to show them to the people, and what were they doing? They were partying and had made a golden calf and were worshiping it. They weren't following God's rules, that's for sure. And their society started to fall apart very quickly. Yes. So I think it's just a, a very apparent show of godlessness and what's happened when 
people turn their backs on God and they decide that they're going to do things their own way and not his way and he removes his protections and this is the kind of nonsense we have to put up with. Well, this is a this is a very uh, sickening situation that they're doing this because I don't, you know, as you know, I was raised Catholic and I believe in my faith. But the Catholic, including the, the, uh, the Pope, they're definitely for bringing in refugees, asylum seekers. And, and if you look at Rome, how hypocritical of this Pope. Rome has a, a, a huge, huge fence built around the wall of, between the separate Italy and Rome. Mm. And um, and then you know here there it's all their propagandas that you know we are Christians supposedly we're just you know we need to um, understand the value of Christianity and we'll let all these illegal aliens come in without any kind of restrictions and I'm just listening to this like what I can't be, even get my own car if I don't have insurance and they're going to get cars, they're going to get insurance, they're going to get, because they're illegal aliens. Well, they're a special protected class, don't you know? People like the New York City Human Rights Commission that are making sure that they're protected. Yes, and so From us. Am I a protected, am I a protected class even though I'm a U.S. citizen because I have Hispanic name? So is that considered I am in that class. I never claim that class because I know it's not going to... They just look at me and it's like, oh, no, you're not illegal alien. Hmm. It's no. because of my face and the way I talk, then they just consider that as like, I'm, I'm the one who's racist because I have two white dogs. Oh, my goodness. And they're hairy. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? And that's <laughs> hair. That's the hair issue. Discrimination. And the dogs here, they're white. <laughs> or because they're curly, curly-haired dogs. <laughs> yes, and they could be, you know, find half a reason. black, half white. Let's oh. find a reason to, to, to label people and then divide and conquer. Yes, and I'm being labeled for what? Well, first of all, I, I appreciate the fact that I can get you on the show because, number one, you're a woman. That makes you a minority as far as labeling. And number two, you weren't born in the United States, so that makes you automatically an alien. But you're a naturalized citizen, so you're no longer an alien. You're here legally. And, uh, I am a legal alien. <laughs> <laughs> so you took off the and IL. I don't, have, I don't have a problem with that. Because yeah. That was the identification that was given to me mm-hmm. when, I, when I came in to the United States. So... It never is a question. You know what? All of us have a dream. We want to be part of the United States of America. And that dream is to have a better education, a better future. You know, we have a better life, be Mm -hmm. able to get to work and establish your own family. And that's exactly why America is the only greatest country in the world, because there's no other country like America. We welcome immigrants. We welcome but you all have to do it legally. You cannot just cross because you know, someone is online waiting for their status to change. They've been waiting for their names to be called for 10 years. And then these people will just cross the border 
live in Canada or Mexico, and they said, hey, I'm from so-and-so. I want to go and swim, and I'm just going to get my legality this way. Uh-huh. It's not going to happen that way. Hmm. You need to go back in line. Well, that's because you follow kindergarten rules. <laughs> yes. And, and, and I would, you know, where is, the, where is the thing that if you don't follow the rules, you'll be locked up? These people have no fear because they're also criminals. Criminals have no fear. What are we stopping them for? Because they're already coming in. It's just like somebody comes into your house and say, oh, um, welcome. If somebody steals something from your house, don't you just want to whack somebody? Don't you just say, welcome. Thank you for stealing from me. Are you going <laughs> to say that? No, no. it's not going to happen. <laughs> So you still have to knock on the door and you ask, can I speak to so-and-so? So that's the same thing as going into the border. You know, you don't just cross it without, you know, that's why it's called illegal alien. They're criminals because they're, they're already breaking the law. Good point. So it's just like somebody knocking on my door and they say, I, I, this is my house. Because, well, this, you know, uh, this, this group in New York, they're, they're deciding to create their own laws to subvert the current laws that are in place. So if they can't get around the laws, they'll just create new ones and then, well, then run a popularity campaign. On. Also, the, the New Yorkers, the original New Yorkers, are no longer, they are leaving the state. They go to Florida, they go to North Carolina, they go to places that are warm and welcoming them. Mm -hmm. And more, mostly conservative. You know, just that Arizona is more stricter than Texas or hmm. El Paso, Texas, hmm. because... Their, their politicians are all corrupt. Good points. It was There was mention that Bill de Blasio, the mayor of New York, was behind all of this. And to earn votes, what he's doing is trying to get people, even criminals, people who've been released from jail, to Well, he didn't work for him, remember? It's just he, he, <laughs> no, he didn't work for him because he resigned. And basically, basically saying, oh, I can't win. Not even point zero zero one vote. Not even that. Hmm. He can only vote for himself, and he can't, nobody will vote for him. So he's just zero percent. No, you know. So I'm looking at the polls. The polls are saying he can't even win even zero percent. So that's why he quit. And another one is that the Castro guy, Giuliano Di Castro. Mm -hmm. He's probably a nephew of uh, uh, what do you call that guy in uh, in Cuba. Oh. Another loser. Yeah, it's probably all nepotism going on. A bunch of rich people that have decided to put themselves in, in power or their kids or their cousins. and oh, well, Kind of like the Kennedy dynasty. Yeah, but unfortunately, these are the people that uh, we don't want to be as leaders because they don't really do anything. No, just They're collect only money. They're going to talk and talk and talk. This is all about money. This is all about under the flagship of Soros and Zelensky. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. So that's, that's the problem right there. Well, Maria, I appreciate you uh, calling in and giving us your opinion. And I'm going to slow you down now because I don't want you to blow a gasket. I think uh, I probably set your temperature too high here with this kind of topic. But well, I look forward expect? to interviewing you again. <laughs> all right. So we'll take, okay. you out. we'll take you out with a toilet flush here to cool you off. All right. Talk to you later, Bob. Bye-bye. All right. Here we go. We're going to open this vault door here and see what kind of archives we can dig out from the Sean Tester Show Ear Candy Vault. See if this door will open. 
Uh, maybe it needs a little oil on the hinges. One other thing. Oh, again, yeah, always have a good pair of boots on standby. It's the other rule of life. Good pair of leather boots. For when, no, when there's the fan, right? When there's zombie apocalypse, you're ready to go to war. <laughs>